Well, hello, listeners, and welcome to yet another edition of the Heal the Sick podcast, a presentation of Dominion Fire Church, Las Vegas, Nevada, Saint City, as we call it now. Welcome. Glad to have you here. Thank you, as always. Million here with you, M-I-L-L-I-A-N. I'm the overseer of this whole Borgata out here, and uh, we're healing the sick, raising the dead, and uh, binding up the brokenhearted, and uh, on this program here, we are putting that goodness on display as well, and uh, every week here on the show, we feature guests that are out in the street with boots on the ground doing the work and bringing heaven to earth as they say the kingdom is at hand and today's guest is the kingdom of heaven at hand joining me on the phone today from jefferson ohio sounds very cold to me but joining me on the phone today sherry evans she is a pastor uh, she and her husband pastor covenant church jefferson ohio she is also an evangelist involved in street ministry and i always see this amazing lady on facebook praying for people online that to me sounds like the greater work. So let's find out more about her. Sherry Evans. Sherry, welcome to the Heal the Sick podcast. How are you today? I'm great. Thank you so much. Just an honor to be on. I'm glad to have you here. Thank you so much. Um, We usually open up our program with the testimony. So what kind of testimony can you share with us? Something kind of big, something kind of crazy, uh, out of the ordinary. What can you share with us? wanted to share a time in which I totally blew it. I mean, I totally blew it, but yet God did a, a great miracle because so many people, they think, you know, you just got to be perfect. You have to be perfect. You always have to hear God perfectly. And um, and, and they're afraid. They're just afraid to step out. But about three, uh, maybe two and a half years ago, uh, I was uh, at my church and I felt like I heard the Lord say to me to go over to a lady named Joanne and to lay hands on her, and if I would lay hands on her and speak to her, that God would give her 20-20 vision. Well, I knew Joanne had some some problems. She couldn't drive at night, but I didn't, really didn't know how bad. But I was new to healing. This was new to me, and all of a sudden, fear took over. <laughs> and uh, I, I thought, oh, God couldn't have really meant that. And I thought, well, maybe he meant 20-20 vision spiritually. So I went up to her, and I said, Joanne, the Lord said that if I lay hands on you, he's going to give you 20-20 vision spiritually. Totally blew it. Totally blew it. She fell on the floor, and when she got up, she, well, a little while later, she walked up to me, and she said, um, I can see out of my right eye. And I said, what do you mean? And she said, well, I was 100%. I didn't know it. She said, I was completely blind in this one eye. And when you laid hands on me, God opened my eye and I can see it. And she and she demonstrated. And, and actually, the interesting thing is that she went back to her eye doctor and he still said it was impossible for her to see out of that eye. But yet she can. And God did that miracle, even though I did it wrong. Just the grace of God. <laughs> wow. You know, it's funny. Something you just said, and uh, I thought this was great. Number one, that the fear took over you. Okay. That is a huge problem. We mm-hmm. all deal with it that. Is. And it's, and, and you know, I, I say to God, God, I'm a coward sometimes. I'm so sorry. Please help me. You know, it's it's that, <laughs> I guess that boldness sometimes that it requires to, um, 
to really step out in that, because I'll, I'll be very blunt with you, it's not an easy thing, especially in our culture. It's just something that we're, you know, kind of conditioned to a lot, and we have to overcome that. Um, but right. what I really find interesting is that when we rationalize fear in those situations by saying, oh, well, you're going to be, you're going to be able to see spiritually, or we're going to raise the dead spiritually, you know, something that we can't physically demonstrate on the spot. And, and I, I just think it's rationalizing of, of our fears. And do you, would you agree with something like that? Oh, it is. And a lot of it is self-protection. It's protecting yourself so you don't uh, appear to be wrong or you're not embarrassed. That's exactly what it is. And honestly, now, I don't know that I would have get away with that in the same way. I don't mean that God would, you know, hit me with a lightning bolt, but mm-hmm. that he would expect me now to know his voice a little bit better, be a little bolder. But he was teaching me that. You're right. Yeah, and, and what's interesting now is uh, with as far as testimonies go, I see you on Facebook all the time. Now, listeners, you're going to want to connect up with Sherry on Facebook because this this is crazy. She's always saying, "Hey, if you need prayer, meet me on the Facebook chat." And um, when that happens, I would imagine you probably get some uh, interest and a lot of inquiries from people. What kind of healing testimonies do you see from that? Yes, I have. I have actually have seen a lot. Uh, just one example that comes to, the, to my mind right away was uh, uh, one woman, somewhere between Saturday night and Sunday morning, she contacted me. She was in well, just horrendous pain in her uh, spine because she had a tumor in her spine. And I prayed for her, and, and the pain didn't go away immediately. But then she contacted me on Monday, and she said that she had gone back to a, for a follow-up x-ray of some sort, and it was gone. And, of course, the pain was gone, too. And how exciting that the Lord does wow. those things on a chat, in a chat situation. I've seen loads and loads of deliverance on a chat situation. So, so much. Loads of deliver body anymore. Just many, many tumors disappearing on chat. I've seen a lot of that. When you say that you see deliverance on there, because um, from the experience that I've had with deliverance, you know, I'm always looking say it's like spiritually discerning for things, trying to see in the situation that's going on. And I know a lot of people that minister deliverance through Skype and Facebook and the phone and all that. Um, how do you know that the job is done? How do you know that you not have to press in more? What kind of things do you look for when you see that? Well, you, know, you are in a chat situation, so I don't, I don't see them physically. And um, so I do have to mostly go by what they're, they're telling me. And, and honestly, by the way, Along with that is I don't usually initiate that unless they, unless the Lord tells me. Most of the time it just starts happening. Mm-hmm. They start telling me, you know, oh. I'm doing this, I'm I'm yawning or or whatever. But most of the time, I I, I just go by how they explain to me that they they that there's well, a lot of times there's nothing else happening. I'm trying to see cause something else to surface, come to the surface, and it doesn't come to the surface, or they begin to feel overwhelming peace or or uh, joy, or something like that. But there, there could very well be times that it, it's not all gone. But it's all I'm going to get to at that moment. Okay. <laughs> in my limited amount of time on a chat situation. So in the time that you've done your Facebook chats, what would you say was the craziest healing testimony you've seen through that? Was it the, the tumor uh, on the spine? Well, I... I think one of the, the coolest ones for me has been when the Lord does something that uh, that I that, that 
heal something that I don't uh, that I'm not aware of. And for an instance, one instance of that, there is a man came on. Now this was a woman. There is a woman came on, and she had had this horrendous headache for a really long time. And when I prayed for her for the headache to go, I had no idea. But here she had a tumor in the back of her neck. The tumor disappeared in her neck, and then the headache was gone. <laughs> so, you know, that was something that I, I didn't even, wasn't even aware. Mm. Uh, you, know, you know, I wasn't just aware of that. And I've also had a lot of situations in which I prayed for someone in a, in a four, oh, here, here's one too, that this was a woman from uh, another country, I can't remember where. She had, uh, mar- she had marks on her body that were like bite marks. And um, my first thought was, oh, do you know, vo- have you been around voodoo? And she mm-hmm. was in a country where there's a lot of voodoo. Well, as I prayed for, I broke that. And honestly, I don't remember all the details. I remember she got totally free, but the next, and she had scars. The next day, the scars disappeared. Oh, how cool is there. that? <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. I, I love hearing stuff like this for, there, there's a couple reasons. Number one, I, and I always go for the, I ask for the guests for like big testimonies and crazy stories. And the reason I do that is because of something that happened with us recently. Uh, We had a girl with two deaf ears open up and a friend of mine who witnessed this, she had seen me minister before, but it was always for like back pain or shoulder pain, you know, stuff like that. And she said to me after the fact, she goes, you know, you can fake a lot of things in healing ministry said you cannot fake a deaf person being deaf and then not being deaf. And that pretty much, you know, pushed her over. So when you see scars disappear, you can't argue that much beyond that. You know, a tumor disappears. You can't argue that. And, and, you know, sometimes people, they think their back feels better and then it comes back. You know, it's like with with little pains like that. But for, I always ask for the big because it's real and it's legit. And um, I also want to point out, because we are up against our break. So uh, let me just kind of close out with this thought here is that, you know, Jesus said, you'll do the greater works. And what's interesting is, is that by Facebook chat, Skype, phone, the internet, we can minister for people on the other side of the world, thousands and thousands of miles away. And you know what? Not saying that he couldn't or didn't have a mechanism for it, but Jesus didn't get the chance to do that. You know, there wasn't Skype and phone and, you know, airplanes to travel around like he did. We're getting to do a portion of the greater works when we do stuff like this. So it's really awesome to see stuff when it happens. Uh, in these settings. So I just wanted to point that out to you. It's don't, don't ever think or discount what you're doing. Listeners, make sure you go do it. Even if it's on chat, email, phone, whatever, go pray for people. You're doing the greater works. I promise you. It's awesome. And press in for more on the phone today. Sherry Evans from Jefferson, Ohio, from uh, Covenant Church in the area, Evangelist Street Minister and Facebook healer, which is really awesome. And we're going to hear more about her when we come back here on the Heal the Sick podcast. Keep it locked here. Back in a moment. Thank you for listening to the Heal the Sick podcast presented by Dominion Fire Church. Our ministry is growing and we would like to ask you to grow along with us. Currently, we are in need of financial support and we are asking friends, listeners, and followers to help crowdfund this ministry on a monthly basis. If this program has blessed or inspired you, please help us to produce more and more episodes by becoming a monthly supporter of $5, $10, or whatever amount is in your heart to give. 
Your contribution helps us produce more programs, help the sick get healed, and also support Christian outreaches overseas. Please visit www.dominionfire.com slash monthly supporter for details and how to get started. Again, that's dominionfire.com slash monthly supporter. We thank you for your generosity and support. Dominion Fire Church, Las Vegas, Nevada. All right, duh, number two, Dose, segment two here on the Heal the Sick podcast. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for being here. We appreciate it so, so much. Uh, This is a presentation of Dominion Fire Church, Las Vegas, Nevada, and you can check us out at dominionfire.com on the internet, and on that website, you'll find all of our social media links. Again, my name is Million, M-I-L-L-I-A-N. I'm the overseer of this ministry here in Vegas, and... uh, it's, uh, it's been quite the adventure, I got to tell you, and I uh, love to bring this program to you and just share with you kind of what's going on and and at the same time just connect with amazing men and women of God from all around the world and, and just hear the cool stuff that God is doing uh, through his people. It is really, really amazing. So um, make sure that you check out the site also because every single edition of this uh, Heal the Sick podcast is available for free in its entirety. So make sure you check out previous episodes if you haven't heard the show before and uh, share it with uh, friends and family and just please let them uh, know that we're out here and get the message out at the same time. So we do appreciate you. Thank you kindly. Joining me on the phone today for round two, Sherry Evans. Uh, she is she and her husband, Pastor Covenant Church, Jefferson, Ohio, evangelist, street ministry, and doing Facebook healing on chat. How cool is that? And you heard uh, some of the fruit of that work. And Sherry, please tell the audience um, some of your background, your experience, and a little about yourself, please. Okay. I, uh, I, I did grow up in a Christian home, but once I got to be an adult, there got I had just a great desire to see people healed, and honestly, it, it, in my early years as an adult, I really just didn't see any healing ministries in order to have any way to learn. But about um, oh, it's been about eight years ago now. Some 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 very traumatic things happened in my life that really spurred me on. And what happened was my daughter had had contracted cancer. And it wasn't, uh, it, she had 45% chance of being alive in five years and a 35% chance of being alive in nine years. So it was a serious cancer. And at the same time, my son, who had been diagnosed with kidney failure when he was 10, went into complete kidney failure and had to go on dialysis. So here I was, I was, I was really in um, crisis. And that was the time in which there was a, just a determination in my heart and my mind to begin to walk into that area that I had been hungry for before. By the way, both of my children are alive and doing well. In fact, my daughter, um, one thing that happened with my daughter was that uh, I, was, I was not in great faith. I was down in my living room saying, Lord, is my daughter going to be okay? And my husband came running down the steps, and he held up this picture, and it was a picture of a a uh, bench on the top of a mountain. And it had been aging to me, but he said, no, you don't understand. The computer turned on by itself, printed off this picture, and then turned off by itself. And, and then he explained to me that it was a picture that he had taken when my son 
was first diagnosed with kidney failure, in which the Lord told him that if we would just sit in the seat of trust, that God would take care of everything. So God supernaturally printed off this picture that got me through that time, but I really began to, oh, just seek the Lord as to how how to do this. I had I didn't know where to where to go. Actually went to some conferences healing, but because I didn't know how to step out into it, didn't do any good. Really, if you don't step out into it, it, it doesn't do much. But then there was an evangelist that came to our church. His name happens to be Roger Webb. But for the first time in my life, I saw miracles happen right in front of my eyes in the United States. I saw them in other countries before, mm-hmm. but in the United States. And what I did mostly is just watched. I watched, I asked some questions, I uh, I began to t- just to, you know, some things are more caught than taught. <laughs> well, it was kind of like that with me. And then he actually suggested to me that I should begin to post on Facebook, if you're sick or in pain, meet me in chat for prayer, and begin to pray for people on Facebook. That's actually how I got started. That's how I began to learn and become comfortable with it. And um, then, it, then it began. I, I went out into the streets a little bit more, and 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 it just grew from there. And then I began to do healing meetings. So you know, there's there's something about knowing people, being in a relationship with people that are walking in what you want to walk in. It, it's just it's just really important to grow in that area. You know, it, it's funny you say that because I heard something recently that someone said you are the conglomeration of the five people you spend the most time with. And if that's if that is indeed the case and you spend your time around people who walk in the power like you're talking about, it's only a matter of time before that becomes part of you. And I, I think that's probably a, a pretty good cross section of what you're saying, right? Right. It, it really is. It, it very much is. And uh, honestly, if, and I know there's very good teachers out there. Curry Blake's a very good teacher. I just didn't know of him when I first decided I wanted to walk into healing. So it really took someone to, to just kind of help me, just to get me going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting because like anything else in in um, in faith, I guess is, is the best way to put it. Everybody has a different method or teaching or set of beliefs, and sometimes depending on the area you're in, it is so hard to get to what the truth is because you're hearing so many conflicting stories. It's it's um, not only is it a matter of learning like that, but it's also a matter of pressing through the junk and the fluff until uh-huh. something just hits you in your spirit and you're like, there it is right there. And it, it's like, I always, right. I always say to people, it's like, I don't know what I'm looking for. I'll just know it when I see it. Right? <laughs> there you go. Mm-hmm. So um, modern day, uh, what is the main thing you're doing? What are you working on? Do you have anything uh, kind of in the future you're shooting for? Where are you at with that? Well, I have been, uh, I feel like the Lord, where the Lord is transitioning me, not that I'll ever stop doing the things that I'm doing, but uh, completely, but he's really transitioning me into uh, teaching others how to minister in in healing. And in fact, I just recently, I had a time when I just said, Lord, would you show me a picture of what you see as my potential? in you. And I didn't hear anything right away, but, but at one point, just not too long ago, a couple of weeks ago, uh, the Lord showed me a definite picture, and it was a picture of when the, the four men lowered the man into the house 
where Jesus was because it was too crowded, and they had to take off that roof so that they could lower that man where Jesus was. And immediately I knew that not only would I see many people healed and come to know Jesus, but I would also go into groups, churches, places, and I would help them take off that roof, that those ceilings, so that they could see the miracles too. Because so many times they're, they're, people have ceilings in their life, things they think they can do and they can't go any farther, things they think they won't do and won't go any farther. And someone needs to help them tear down those ceilings so that they can actually see the miracles in their own lives. Another area, kind of in that same vein that I know I deal with a lot, maybe you, you have this as well, is that you have a, a certain set of maybe knowledge or understanding of something and you, you see people that maybe want to walk in healing and you don't share with them because you think, oh, they probably already know this. But then when you actually talk to them, it turns out they don't actually know this. And it's yeah. funny because I, I think God kind of prompts us to teach what we feel is the elementary or the simple stuff. We kind of write it off thinking, well, it's understood. But in a lot of cases, people are just as lost as we were at one time. I mean, you, I'm sure you find that, right. especially in the in the, the church and things that you run as well. Is that the case? Right. It very much is is true, and it, that oh, that is so true. And I I find that over and over again that the things that are so simple to me, um, it's always God's will to heal. You know, to me, that's just a I know it, I know it, I know it, I know it. Not everybody knows that because they haven't gotten the teaching of the revelation to understand that. Or God wants to use everybody. I think everybody should know that, but everybody doesn't know that. Mm -hmm. Everyone can see the sick healed, everybody. Yeah, it's just um, one of the things it's, you know, we're, we're pulling down strongholds. And in a lot of cases, the strongholds that we're dealing with is just the wrong belief, the wrong thinking, the layers upon layers of incorrect belief that people have. And uh, I, I know in healing ministry that it's very difficult because even with Christians, it's hard to get people even to believe that should. And it's it it can be a battle at times, I guess, is basically what I'm getting at here. So, um, yeah. It's, uh-huh. Yeah, so listeners, you know, you gotta gotta press in on this, and um, this is why I, I always enjoy how uh, Paul addressed it. Pretty much, everybody can say whatever they want, but let's see who's got the power. Let's see who can do it, and that mm-hmm. to me is the ultimate way. You know, you pull someone out of a wheelchair, the argument's over. <laughs> it's, <laughs> you, you, you get a tumor to dissolve, you pull someone back from the dead, the argument is over. <laughs> so, yeah. and that that helps to to pull down strongholds. Love that kind of stuff. So, listeners, we're up against our second break here. Wonderful to. Discussion today with Sherry Evans from Jefferson, Ohio, pastoring of Covenant Church in the area, as well as Evangelist Street Ministry and Facebook work. So, when we come back from this break, we are going to hear uh, the lesson segment, and I'm excited to hear what uh, Sherry has in store for us. And you can find out where to contact her, and we'll wrap it up after this break. So, don't nobody go nowhere. We'll be right back momentarily. Thank you for listening to the Heal the Sick podcast, presented by Dominion Fire Church. Our ministry is growing, and we would like to ask you to grow along with us. Currently, we are in need of financial support, and we are asking friends, listeners, and followers to help crowdfund this ministry on a monthly basis. If this program has blessed or inspired you, please help us to produce more and more episodes by becoming a monthly supporter of $5, $10, or whatever amount is in your heart to give. Your contribution helps us produce more programs, help the sick get healed, and also support Christian outreaches overseas. Please visit www.dominionfire.com slash monthly supporter for details and how to get started. Again, that's dominionfire.com slash monthly supporter. 
We thank you for your generosity and support. Dominion Fire Church, Las Vegas, Nevada. listeners this is it number three the finale final segment of the heal the sick podcast here presented by dominion fire church las vegas nevada million here with you m-i-l-l-i-a-n the overseer of this whole mess and joining me on the phone today such a good conversation thus far i'm so excited sherry evans uh from covenant church jefferson ohio evangelist street ministry facebook healing gotta love that and just just amazing stuff so far and uh, in this segment we always have our guests teach a lesson or share something on their heart that's going on and sherry was telling me that the idea of faithfulness and she's often asked how to grow and that question comes up a lot so on that topic sherry what can you share with us Yes, um, I can remember back, uh, if I went back three years or so, how I was just praying, Lord, Lord, would you please show me how to grow in this? And and I was seeing some healing, but, but I, I just desperately wanted to grow. And and um, one day as I was driving down the road, I, I asked the Lord that, and he showed me a picture of, of a cord, and, and, and the verse came to my mind that was a three strand cord is not easily broken. And I know that verse isn't about healing, but the Lord began to show me three things, that if I would put those three things in my life, that I would begin to grow in a in a rapid way. And, and um, one of them was the whole idea of revelation of the Word of God, really having the Word of God in me about what, what the Bible says about healing and about who I am and that type of thing. The other one was intimacy with Him and really knowing Him. But the third one was faithfulness. And uh, as I heard that, I didn't completely have have a complete picture of what that looked like. So just a, a couple days later, I was jogging down the road, and it came to my mind. I thought, wow, I, I'm able to jog so far. And I heard the Lord say, now, how did that happen? <laughs> and I knew how that happened. It happened because I pushed myself a little bit more every day. And then he began to ask me a series of questions. He asked me, remember the first time that you got up and you actually spoke in a church and how uncomfortable that was? And I said, yeah, you know, well, I wasn't, wasn't good at that at all. It was very uncomfortable. But I pushed past that. And then the first time that I actually began to pray for people on Facebook and how at first that felt so awkward, but now it's so easy and how I began to have healing services. And then as this conversation is going on, I began to understand faithfulness in a different light. Because it's not just doing the same thing over and over again, but it also is stretching into the new thing that the Lord wants you to do. Instead of holding back because of your 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 uh, wanting to stay in your comfort zone, uh, maybe there's a lot of people who probably don't have that issue, but there's a lot of people that do. They just want to stay where it's safe. They don't want to do anything in which they might fail in the beginning. But faithfulness, the Lord taught me, is just stepping into the new thing, just just being willing to flow with Him into the new thing that He wants us, wants, wants us to do. And it's so very, very important because there's a lot out there that, that needs Jesus. There's people that are suffering. And, and when I first began in healing, I I, uh, I always struggle with so many questions. 
so many. So I understand what people go through when they're struggling with these questions. I've wondered if, if, I, if my motives were right. And then I worried about that. You know, what if my motives are wrong and wanting to see people healed? And that seems like a silly question, but at the time, it was very real to me. And um, one night as I was praying for people on Facebook chat, I, 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 was, I had been thinking about it before that, but I was praying for people, and the Lord interrupted my thoughts when I was praying for people, and he said this, is there not a cause? And I knew where that came from because when David was going to fight with Goliath, that's, his brothers came and accused him of having wrong motives. And David said, is there not a cause? Wow. And the Lord... Just really, yeah, he really has spoken to me so much through this process, and, and he just said, you know, there's a real giant out there, and yes, we should have the right motive. If we overanalyze, we won't do it. So, and, and there's a giant. So, <laughs> just so I want to jump in real quick with that. So, what you're saying is, is that in healing ministry or walking in power and authority, you, you actually get accused of wrong motive sometimes. Uh, you haven't noticed that? No, I haven't picked up on that at all. I'm sorry, continue. <laughs> yeah, that does happen. And here I was accusing myself. I was my own worst enemy, but it yeah, it really it really does happen. And 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 then it was just like the Lord began to show me these things in a quick quick succession because not too long after that I had a dream. And in my dream, um I was to be speaking at a church and I went to the church and it was just packed. It was it was just full. And I walked in, and I thought, you know what? I don't think I'm ready. I don't have any visuals. No, it was probably a throwback from when I was uh, taught elementary school. But anyway, I left in my dream to get a visual. And I came back, and I walked in, and there was a man up there in the front, and he was singing songs, but they weren't even Christian songs. They were just songs. And then he said, bye, and all the people left. And I woke up, and the Lord said to me, if you hold back because you don't think you're ready, if if you hold back, someone else is going to reach the people, but it, they're not going to be for me. And I never forgot that. Whoa. Just a, yeah, it, it was very moving. <laughs> so it was just that I had to learn to be faithful, to put aside my fears, to put aside my concerns about whether everything in my life is perfect at the moment. And, and to realize and to understand that there's a need out there and there's people, they need Jesus, they're suffering, they're dying. We have what they need just to step into that. Just wow. You know, what, what you just said about how, you know, someone else will step in and it won't be for me. Um, you actually confirmed something I've kind of been saying a little bit and it doesn't always get taken well. But what I say is, is that if a lot of our churches and leaders would teach people to operate and walk in power, they wouldn't turn to things like the new age. Or if children, if they would get children active in, you know, supernatural, they wouldn't turn to things like Harry Potter because it wouldn't be strong enough for them. So there's there's something very powerful to what you just said. That's why it just kind of hit me as soon as you said it. So listeners, just throwing that out at you, kind of think that over. And uh, I don't know, you tell me. Sherry, that is absolutely awesome. Thank you so much. Um, one of the things that I absolutely love uh, when we have on the program is just strong women in the faith. You know, just, just ladies that are out operating this. I think that's the most amazing and awesome thing. And I'm, I'm just so grateful that you're out there doing it. So it's uh, great to hear your experience and your story. So definitely great to have you here as well. Um, if people would like to contact you and find out uh, where you're at, learn more about what you're doing, maybe get prayed for, uh, prayed for on Facebook, how can people find you? 
Well, the, the, if, if you're only going to write down one thing, they could write down my website because all the information is there. It's www.firereach.com. But my my Facebook is Sherry Dot Evans uh, One. The only thing is, is I think right now I I have five thousand nine hundred ninety nine friends. So if someone would send me a friend request, but, but you could follow me and I can still pray for people that way. Okay, and also the way, my I'm sorry. Yeah. And also my email is Sherry Evans thirty eight fifty five at hotmail.com. And the website one more time, please. It's www.fire, it's like fire reach, like you're reaching out.com. Okay, firereach.com. And listeners, um, anytime that uh, if you're not able to find her or locate it or having any problems, please send us an email at dominionfirechurch at gmail.com and I'll be happy to point you in the right direction as well. Well, we have come to the end of the road, but we're not done just yet. Um, at this point, I always ask our guests if they will please pray for our audience. Now, you have a ton of experience praying for people over electronic and digital means, so I expect a lot of good stuff to come out of this one. Sherry, would you please pray for our audience? And if you pick up any word of knowledge, prophetic word, promptings, anything at all, just let it rip. So would you please pray for our audience? Okay. Father, I thank you so much for every person who's listening to this. Lord, I thank you that you love them with an over everlasting love. I thank you that you paid the price for their healing. And right now, in Jesus' name, I pray, Lord God, that your power would go through their bodies, that you would drive out sickness and disease. And in Jesus' name, I speak the spirit of infirmities to go. I speak the arthritis pain to go in Jesus' name. Even the arthritis in that right knee, I command that to go now in Jesus' name. Just move your knee around right now, and you'll see a difference. I speak to, to um, tumors, Lord. I command tumors to leave people's bodies. I command hepatitis to go, hepatitis C. And right now, in Jesus' name, I speak to that hepatitis C that's in someone's body to go, and I believe it's a woman. I command that to go now in Jesus' name. Lord, I pray that you would touch... Um, eyes, ears, every every part, Lord, of people's bodies right now, Lord God, because that's who you are. You're a great God. You're a loving God. You 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 care about all these things, and I thank you for that. In Jesus' name, Amen. Oh wow, love it! I'm sitting here in the back and see you going. Come on, come on. <laughs> Just very awesome. Again, Sherry Evans, thank you so much for joining us today. And again, if uh, any chance, uh, any time you are, are not able to track her down, uh, make sure you contact us, and we will put you in contact. So you can find us at DominionFire.com on the web, Facebook.com/slash DominionFire, and um, YouTube, Instagram. I- I've lost track of all our social media. Just go to our website at DominionFire.com, and you will find everything you need there. Uh, We also have our videos where you can see some of our demonstrations and things that we do as well. And you are welcome to reach out to us anytime through any of those means. And we will be happy to uh, communicate with you. We'll pray for you and we'll put you in contact with any of our guests. Also on the website, you can find full listings of the program as well as all the previous episodes. So make sure you check those out and, uh, you know, get blessed, get filled up and uh, let let that let that work in you. Let that build your faith because there are so many great, wonderful stories so many amazing men and women of God, and it's it's truly a privilege and an honor to do this program and just uh, just kind of hang out with everybody. So thank you for listening, and um, that's it. We wrapped up another great show. We'll see you next time here on the Heal the Sick podcast with me, Million. And as we always say on our ministry, boom goes Yeshua. We'll see you next time.